coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double the value of your company within three years or give you your money back. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How are you doing, man? You know what? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I heard from uh, Jessica last night, my little astronaut down in Houston, and uh, man, we should be praying for those people down there. That That's quite the, the catastrophe in, in, in Texas. Just with all the cold weather and all freezing pipes. Weather, yeah, and you know, we're here in Colorado, so we're ready for that stuff. But, you know, ice on the road, pipes freezing, um, um, you tell me people down in Houston don't know how to deal with that. Not at all. Not at all. And uh, and and then the, the 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 what do you call it the in, the energy grid? You know, just it failed them down there, so they didn't have power. Jessica did have a gas fired um, fireplace, so you know she was able to get by. But it's 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 pretty bad down there. So wow, we should keep those guys in our prayers. Yeah, absolutely. So, Michael, um, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, we keep encountering small to medium-sized business who uh, not only do they not have a marketing budget, but they have no interest in having a marketing budget. And so I think we should talk about how much a small to medium-sized business should spend on marketing. I think that's, I think that's good. I think, uh, I think I have an answer for that, but let's wait to get through all the points and see see different ways they could spend on uh, on a marketing budget. What do you think there are, six or seven? Yeah, yeah, you know, we probably come up with six or seven. Hmm. Um, okay, well, let's uh, let's let's get it started. I, I can think of one right off the bat, uh, different marketing automation. I know what, what in the world's marketing automation, right? There's, there's a lot of uh, programs you can buy um, that automatically post on social media. Um, of course, we, we love ESM um, with Craig Emsweiler. He does a great job. We lean into him a lot, but uh, he automates what we post on social and tries to get our stuff up on LinkedIn and whatnot just to kind of spread the word. Um, we also have MailChimp. You know, if you do some automatic emails and stuff to clients or, or different market segments you want to hit, or uh, there's even, you know, paperless parts uh, for machine shops actually has a great module for RFQs. In fact, I've actually heard of businesses having problems with too many RFQs coming in up front because they leaned in the paperless parts. So that's so, what I'm talking about. That's marketing automation that works. Yeah, when you're overwhelmed with with the quote. Absolutely. So I mean, it's um, there. Yeah, yeah. It's we use constant contact, Mailchimp, constant contact. They, um, but you know, the ability to push or the ability to have custom stuff pulled to you mm-hmm. is uh, this amazing marketing automation. Um, what's this uh, customer relationship management stuff? Because, you know, our buddy over at ESM wants us to, you know, track some of these leads that he's generating. And, and I guess it's the CRM, the customer relationship management solution that uh, helps you move those leads down the uh the funnel, the sales funnel, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's 
Salesforce has more tools and Quaker's got a snare really good at um, providing all kinds of solutions, but uh, that's for a larger company, I think. I've been, uh, I jumped into HubSpot. Um, we lean into HubSpot, which is very reasonable. Um, if you have a thousand or less leads, it's only like 30 or $40 to a month to keep that going. But basically it's a place where you upload your customer's information, phone number, address, and, you, and it gives you a place to take notes, set reminders. Hey, I talked to Joe here and I talked to Betty over there and um, she said follow up in three or four months and you set a reminder and it sends you an email, reminds you, and you take notes on what you talked about last when you pick up and it saves all that for you. It's all virtual, but it really monitors your customer interaction and uh, gives you um, milestones on how to get back and when to get back with them. Because I think without follow-up, um, customer relationship is, isn't very good. Dave, I was just thinking, you know, we, we, we've got to do a better job of this ourselves. Um, but I think we might be in the uh, marketing automation scenario where we, we have, you know, probably more requests than then we can meet the demand, but um, the CRM is uh, what salespeople have done forever. That's right. You know, um, it's it's really account management, and and uh, to have a tool to 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 do that for you is just 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 really good stuff. Yep. Well, the great thing about uh, EGS is we practice what we preach, and and we're using HubSpot. We're investing in it, and. Uh, we're actually building our team to where we're able to do more and more there. So, you know, something else is uh, pay-per-click ads. I, uh, I know we have a service business out east that uh, uses pay-per-click ads, and um, one of their rivals, almost all of their phone calls come off of Google. So you can set up Google, you set up a budget, and once you get to so many clicks, it's done. But uh, you can promote uh, any kind of demographic or geographic region and it's really kind of neat. So if you're trying to be really um, isolated in what you target or very laser focused, pay-per-click ads are actually pretty pretty, pretty good. It's amazing how um, pervasive um, Google is. I mean, it's, 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 it's everything, right? I mean, I mean. Yeah, go, Google. Uncle Google knows. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes a little too much, but uh, Uncle Google knows. So I mean, I've kind of gotten lazy when it goes to searching definitions, synonyms, um, different formats or different pictures. I mean, it's uh, so many business resources on Google and good research that can be done so quickly and easily on Google. It's almost ridiculous. The thing yeah. of it is, you got to make sure that the data you read is good data. Sure, sure. Yeah, we saw that from uh, the social dilemma. You know, you got. Uh, you get a different answer set from a search depending on your demographic. So you have to be discerning as a consumer of this stuff too, for sure. Absolutely. And and, uh, and just hearing the things that uh, that happen in our world, you got to be careful and vet the things that you read. Not just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. So Snopes does a good job of vetting some stuff that you look at, especially political stuff. Guys, don't get wrapped up too much on that. It's, you know, four years is going to be, it's going to be different, but uh you know, it's uh, the people is what makes up makes up the group of uh, society that we need to lean into anyway. But uh, how about uh, content marketing? Well, when I think of content marketing, I think of press releases, and I think, wow, man, we just don't make real good use of that as a tool. Um, you know, the third party companies that you um, 
they will distribute your press releases to a pretty far, pretty far, far reaching audience. And, and it's a way to make your company look bigger than it actually is. And it's also a way to celebrate some of the wins. So I think, um, you know, content marketing, like press releases, content marketing, like, uh, White, pa- uh, white papers. You, we we did a couple of those earlier mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. and um, just haven't found the time to sit down and do that. But man, I had a vision of just writing blogs, one or two a week, and then at some point you can uh, pull them all together and make a book out of it. But mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's it's a little bit of time. But I'm telling you what, if you own, I use a machine shop for example. If you add a new machine, perfect time for a quick press release for your customers and. And send that stuff out. Hey, I got a new machine. I have this new availability. Hey, I have another shift starting up. Sure, hey, sure. I added, I added so and so to my staff, and we're so excited what they're going to bring. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons and different ways to add or send out press releases. So I would definitely urge our listeners to push toward the occasional press release, and and LinkedIn's a great platform for that. Sure, if you don't sure. do anything else, sure. No, I'd agree. I would agree. So you got this content marketing, which typically is in the written form, um, but then you know you got video. The video is hot, man. I'll tell you, you know, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of video marketing, internal customers as well as external customers. What in the world do you mean, Dave? You know, when you do your onboarding with your employees, I think it's so important that your leadership, the people they're going to be interfacing with, do like a little 30, 60 second video or two or three minute video about themselves, what they do, what they like, what they're here for, how they're gonna, how you're gonna support them. It's so nice to put a compilation of, hey, I'm so-and-so or I'm Dave and I, I do this part of business and I'm here for you there, um, just as far as an onboarding tool. But how cool is it to do a quick video in the shop, say, hey, we checked out this new tricordal milling uh, cycle and we're able to remove material this fast and look at how, this. look at the chips fly on this part. How awesome is this? Hey, we have this new measuring machine and we're able to measure 30 parts in 20 seconds or 30 parts in two seconds with this new technology. Why not take a small video that's not, make sure you don't violate any agreement you have with your customers and and, uh, the confidentiality, but do a little video, like an example video of what you can do. Um, Honestly, the world's going more towards short videos and what's going on. I mean, look at TikTok and, and and just how it drives, how it's driving so much. Uh, but well, you know, when you um, when you go to LinkedIn now, um, LinkedIn is pretty much a, a feed of videos. I mean, people don't you, you write a little bit, but it's just a caption for the video you're about to show. That's me. right. Um, so it's it's difficult to get mind share with anything but a video these days. Yeah, it really it really is. In fact, I saw the video of that. Uh, United Airlines flight dropping uh, dropping parts off of its engine about ten miles from where Mike and I are. So on LinkedIn the other day. So video is is powerful. It gets especially if it's less than a minute. Sure, sure. If you can do something short to where someone can look at it, breeze through, get something from it, get something rich from it, move on. It, it's very very valuable. There's also all kinds of website tools and services that go along with that, Mike. Well. Certainly today, you can't be a legitimate business and not have a website. And the reason why is because the barrier to entry is so low. You know, you you pay $15 and you pay someone $5 to develop it for you. I mean, it's it's just so low. And if you don't know anything, you can hop on a basic WEX site and, and develop it yourself just by putting some PDFs up. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And I mean, so, 
so that if you don't have a website, you, you're just communicating to the world that um, you're not very serious about your business. Yeah, I, I would agree 100%. But, you know, how many times on, on websites? I mean, if you go to our website at ebitagrowsystems.com, you'll see webinars. We have a series of 10 to 15 webinars on there. Or you can get to all our podcasts through there. You can see Mike's blogs, what we're all about, the 36 classes that we teach, what what our offerings are, and the pages are fast to go from one to the other. And if you want to send us a note and say, you know, Dave, I I think you're stinking awesome because that's what I would hope, that's what I would hope that someone said. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can do the contact us and send us an email on this stuff. So the website tools and services you can drop quotes you can you can ask questions there's even chat things where you can chat with people um and honestly in in the service business especially people don't want to call you no they don't and you know there's research that indicates that 70 to 80 percent of the buying decision is already made by the time they do contact you so yep if if they can't research you they aren't going to buy from you i mean if you have a you have a physical presence or a social presence or some combination where they can actually come and kind of experience your value proposition. Forget about it. It's just, it's just not going to happen. And, and if you could sit there and chat with somebody and, and drop a, a quick line and get someone dispatched to your location for a service or get a part dropped in for a quick quote and do everything online without having to pick up the phone, you can do all that through your website. And, and let me tell you, that's, that's super critical. And honestly, that's where they're going. If that wasn't where they're going... Amazon wouldn't be doing as good as they are. I, there is absolutely no friction in an Amazon transaction. None. None. I mean, there's nothing. Nothing gets in your way. It's, it's so easy that you just do it, and that's what we're talking about. I mean, yeah, COVID. I never ever thought I would order groceries off of Amazon until COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and then you realize, well, I don't have to actually look at the apples I'm buying. Apples are kind of fungible. Uh, apples, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's just amazing. But uh, you know, in the last piece, Mike, uh, if we go for seven, I think sponsoring online content is good. I mean, we're you know, EGS's podcast is starting to get some traction transactions. We're we're in the four figures as far as downloads, and it's growing. It's growing actually pretty fast, and very thankful for all of our listeners. But uh, sponsoring online content, you know. I, I think the world of pro shop, I think the world of paperless parts, I think the world of our clients. And, and there are times that you might throw 15, 20 bucks at somebody just to drop your name. Sure, sure. You know, or, or be a part of what they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's uh, again, you know, people are doing research and, uh, they're, they, you know, and when they're buying, they've, they've, there's a subliminal thing going on. They've already decided they might want to buy your product. Now they just have to validate that decision that they've already made. Absolutely. And then you just have to make it easy for them. So if someone else is throwing your name out, that's a validation. Yeah, I'll tell you what. So let's answer the question, how much should you spend on marketing? Well, there's seven good ways to spend on marketing. I guess I have a question to ask all you listeners. Well, how much do you want to grow? That's that's the answer to how much should you spend on marketing? Because when we sit down with a company and we say, okay, let's put together a financial plan for next year, a budget, like a revenue forecast and expense forecast. Um, well, how much do you want to grow from year to year? Is it 2% or is it 20%? If it's 2%, yeah, who, who cares about marketing? Yep. If it's 20%, 
you really do care about marketing. So how much do you want to grow is, is the right answer, I think, to the question. That's right. Um, so if you're really serious about growing your business and you're really serious about taking the next step, then you should be serious about at least putting a line item on your budget for marketing and, uh, and target the growth. Just make sure you vet the companies you're going to partner with. Obviously, the people like you know, MailChimp or HubSpot or Google, I mean, they're well-known well-known entities, but uh, dive in, guys. Dive in and invest in your business for sure. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. We at EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content, or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.